Hi, and welcome to Ask Wardy. I'm Wardy, a wife and mom of three, lead teacher, blogger, and founder of traditionalcookingschool.com. I'm also the author of The Complete Idiot's Guide to Fermenting Foods. Ask Wardy is the weekly show devoted to answering your niggling questions about traditional cooking. Maybe it's your sourdough starter, your sauerkraut, preserving foods, broth, superfoods, or anything else to do with traditional cooking. You can catch Ask Wardy live each Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, that's 1 p.m. Eastern, or through the podcast and video replays at askwardy.tv. And now, let's get to today's show. Hi, everyone. I'm Wardy, and welcome to Ask Wardy. We have a topic today about kombucha, which is something that you all brought up recently, and I'm thrilled to talk more about it with you. Can you use honey to sweeten your kombucha? We do it, so the answer is yes, but I want to share the particulars today, so we're going to get into that. Uh, First, let me welcome you to Ask Wardy. This is the weekly show where I answer your questions about traditional cooking, and actually today's question comes from many of you because I mentioned it a couple weeks ago that we make our kombucha with honey. So to your question, and I answer these kind of questions every Wednesday at the same time on Ask Wardy. If you're joining me live on Facebook and Periscope, hi and welcome. Thanks so much for being here live. Uh, The show notes are ready for you right now at askwardy.tv so you can um, follow along in print or if you need to go away or whatnot or refer to links later, they are there ready for you right now. Just want to look for episode 85. Same goes for anybody listening or watching the video recording. Uh, go to askwardy.tv, look for episode 85. There you'll find everything I'm sharing today so you can bookmark it, email it to somebody, uh, share it. I love sharing, so wherever you are, be sure to share and subscribe if you think this would be helpful to friends or family or to you in the future. And a quick note, if you're on Facebook Live, Millie is right there in the comments. Um, pasting links and information as I go through it, okay? So wherever you are though, Make sure to comment below your first name, where you're from, and what you're sipping on. I have kombucha today, how appropriate. Bonus points for anyone else who's drinking kombucha today. And um, if you're watching or listening to this, more bonus points because I'm gonna share a tip at the end. Hope I remember. A tip that I haven't typed into the notes, okay? A tip about kombucha. All right, so we can get going here. gonna launch into the question. So here's the thing. Can you make kombucha with honey? Even raw honey. I mentioned a couple weeks back on episode 83, I was showing you how to split a kombucha scoby, the mother culture, and I mentioned that we make our kombucha with honey. And many of you said, what, is that possible? So I decided today to share more particulars about that, okay? Now, I am gonna tell you exactly how to do it. And in fact, uh, below this video, you'll see a link to my recipe that goes into more. Um, I'm gonna go through those steps, but first I think there's three looming questions in the room that uh, we need to answer before we get into the how-to, okay? They're really important and they really are why uh, those of you who are like, oh, you can make kombucha with honey, really? These are the questions we have to answer in order for you to feel confident about it and um, ready to do it if it's right for you. So the first question is, has to do with honey, raw honey especially. Raw honey is antimicrobial, and kombucha is a probiotic fermented beverage. It's got a living mother culture, if you can see here in this jar. 
This is a SCOBY in the jar, and it's a um, symbiotic colony of bacteria and yeast. They're alive. Well, honey is antimicrobial, so doesn't it kill the culture? Doesn't it destroy the probiotic benefits of kombucha? Doesn't it make it so it doesn't really ferment because honey is going to get in the way of that process, isn't it? Well, when you make kombucha, when you make other fermented beverages with honey, when you do ferments with honey, you have something on your side and it's called dilution. And I have a quote to read from you, read to you today uh, from Sander Katz in Wild Fermentation. He says, when by chance honey is mixed with water, fermentation happens. Yeasts surfing through the air aboard particles of dust find their way to the sweet, nutritive honey water. When the honey is pure, it acts as a preservative and inhibits microscopic life, but honey diluted with water becomes a stimulating medium for airborne yeast to land in, feast upon, and reproduce exponentially, bubbling and vividly alive. So in that quote, he's actually talking about fermenting honey, and we have a recipe for that for you in our lacto-fermentation e-course. Uh, but if you just extrapolate this information that he's giving, when honey is diluted with water, it becomes a stimulating medium for fermentation to happen. The dilution is what makes it possible for us to use honey as the sweetener in our kombucha and for the honey not to get in the way of the fermentation. All right, so now you all can have confidence that honey's antimicrobial properties are not gonna get in the way of a good kombucha fermentation. Okay, so that's question number one that's looming over our heads. You all can have confidence and not worry about that. This applies to raw honey and by default, um, pasteurized honey, but pasteurized honey, well, raw and pasteurized honey, I'll leave it at that. So whether it's raw or pasteurized, you just don't have to worry about it messing with your ferment, your kombucha or even other ferments. Okay, question number two. So white sugar is really cheap. Most people make their kombucha with white sugar. Why would you make kombucha with honey anyway? Honey's expensive. Well, here's why. So when you're making kombucha, and I've got a couple um, things here for you. So you're, you're making it either in you know, gallon-sized jars like this, or you're using a, um, a big, like, this is a two and a half gallon uh, continuous brew system. So your various containers, um, you're mixing, you're making a sweet tea, that's the base. You have your SCOBY. This, this batch is ready to be refilled, that's why it's so low. So you have your SCOBY in here, and you combine your sweet tea with the SCOBY. The SCOBY's the mother culture. The mother culture is gonna transform your sweet tea into kombucha as it eats the sweetener in the tea base. So the sweetener, whatever it is, white sugar, honey, or whatnot, is the food for the SCOBY. And as the SCOBY eats the sugar, it proliferates and it spreads probiotic, you know, more of itself, more organisms throughout the kombucha. It produces beneficial acids. It carbonates your kombucha. So you get a whole bunch of benefits from the SCOBY eating the sugar. And you start with a very sweet tea, and seven to 10 days later, you have a not-so-sweet tea, and you have kombucha at that point. There's beneficial acids and all the things I mentioned. Here's the thing. If you use white sugar, even though the SCOBY uh, uses it as its food source while it makes the kombucha, it doesn't eat it all. So at the end, you still have white sugar in there or evaporated cane juice. A lot of people use that. I'm not knocking it. Um, 
because it is inexpensive and it makes great kombucha and it's you know allowable for a healthy person in our family though um, we try to years ago we followed the gaps diet which is a gut healing diet and honey is allowed on gaps and the other sweeteners are not Um, and so ever since then we've been making our kombucha with honey because of that small amount of sweetener that's left we don't want it to be table sugar we want it to be honey okay So that's why you would make kombucha with honey anyway. That's why you might spend a little bit more to make your kombucha. It's so that the small amount of sweetener that's left in your finished kombucha is a sweetener that you're okay consuming. All right? And the tip I'm going to share with you, if you're live or listening to the recording, the tip I'm going to share with you has to do with that, okay? This kind of point, and I'll share it at the end. Okay, so that was point number two. Point number three... uh, is or question number three is should you use a jun scoby now you may be confused huh what's jun okay so jun is a is a um, probiotic fermented beverage that's very similar to kombucha the scoby is similar it's this you know mushroom like thing that floats in your fermenting container but it's a slightly different um, colony of organisms and it is particularly suited Um, to uh, fermenting uh, honey-sweetened green tea. So Jun has a special SCOBY. The base is always honey and green tea. Um, So should you use a Jun SCOBY or can you use a regular kombucha SCOBY? Well, you can use either. And just look below this video um, or this recording and you will see a link to tell you more about Jun. I'll just give you a quick recap here. So Jun is 2% alcohol, regular kombucha is 0.5% alcohol. It has probably a slightly different flavor because of the green tea and the honey. Um, You can also look below this video to read more about it or to see where to purchase a Jun SCOBY. But if you're gonna make a kombucha or kombucha-like beverage sweetened with honey, you have those two options. You can use a regular kombucha scoby like we do, and I'll tell you more about that when I tell you how. You can also make it with, make Jun, because Jun is a honey-sweetened probiotic beverage. It's, it's the kombucha that is based with green tea and honey, if that makes sense. And there's more information at the link with this recording. So you have those options. You don't need to use a Jun scoby. You don't need to be making Jun. Um, but you can. Okay, so those are the three issues that I wanted to go over. One, what about honey being antimicrobial? The answer is uh, dilution makes it not antimicrobial in a fermented beverage. The second issue, too, is why would you want to use honey anyway because it's more expensive? Well, that is, the answer is that because there's a little bit of sweetener left in your finished kombucha, what do you want it to be? If you need it to be honey because you're on gaps or a gut healing protocol like that, then you might sweeten with honey. The third issue is, do you need to use a Jun SCOBY? You can, but you don't have to, okay? So those are the three issues uh, that we needed to go over. Hopefully everybody's on the same page, and if you have questions about any of this, just below this video or recording, you have a comment area where you can comment, share your thoughts, um, ask your questions, okay? So now let's get to uh, what I promised. at the top of the hour here. Well, how do you do it anyway? So um, I have a link with complete details for you with this recording, you can follow that, but I wanna give you just a quick recap. So you're always gonna start your kombucha with a sweet tea. So what I do is take the amount of tea leaves that I'm gonna use, uh, which is in our family, it's a half cup 
per gallon of kombucha we're making. Um, and we most often use white tea leaves, but you can use a blend of white, black, green, you know, singles or a blend. So you're gonna combine the tea leaves that you need for how much kombucha you're making with, you know, water to cover. Bring it to a simmer, turn off the heat, cover it, uh, and let it steep for 10 to 15 minutes. Then you strain it. So then you have this hot tea liquid that the leaves have been strained out. You can also use tea bags if you want. Um, and then you add your honey. And you use three quarter cup honey per gallon of kombucha you're making. So you stir in your honey, then you're gonna add cool water to cool it down to a temperature that's safe to combine it with your SCOBY. You pour it into your fermenting vessels or multiple if you're spreading it through, and then you top off with cold water or cool water. And that's simply how you do your kombucha with honey. Now, a couple things to note. One is, I said three quarter cup honey for every gallon of kombucha. If you look at kombucha recipes that are based on white sugar or evaporated cane juice, um, they call for one cup of sugar per gallon. We use three quarter cup because honey is sweeter. So just scale down three quarter cup per gallon of kombucha you're making. Um, another thing you wanna take note of is transition time. So we started out making kombucha with white sugar, or it was actually an unrefined sugar, table sugar. Um, and then I was like, we're doing gaps. I'd rather use honey. We were getting honey, delicious honey in bulk. And I simply switched. I just switched. I used honey instead of sugar, and the SCOBY had no transition time whatsoever. It just started making the kombucha sweetening with honey. You may experience something slightly differently. Perhaps your SCOBY needs an adjustment time because it is used to a certain sugar and you're changing it up. So this might mean that you need to allow it to ferment longer as it transitions. Another thing you can do just as a fallback to make sure um, that you aren't wasting or ruining is split your SCOBY, and I told you how to do that two weeks ago in episode 83. So split your SCOBY, make one batch with honey, a new batch with honey, and then continue the old method just to be sure your transition goes well. So really, that's how you make um, kombucha with honey. Have a couple examples here. So this is second fermented. The first ferment was done with honey, and then my son bottled it, and the, you could probably see it in this one. Um, we have cut up uh, candy ginger in the bottom, and that, so it's second fermented with a ginger flavoring. It's super delicious. Um, now I have a tip for you. I promised a tip for you uh, related to the second issue I told you, which is why would you want to use honey anyway? So here's the tip if you're listening or watching. So. Um, how do I say this? So remember the second issue I told you about was uh, why would you want to use honey for kombucha anyway? So if you're on a gut healing diet where honey is allowed but table sugar is not, then the, the remaining sweetener in your finished kombucha is going to be honey. So it's going to be safe for you to eat on a gut healing diet. Well, what you can do if you want to keep it even lower, like um, I mean, maybe for weight loss or energy, or you just want to consume as little even honey as possible, um, trim healthy mama uh, people like me might want that so you actually let your kombucha ferment till it's quite sour first ferment second ferment so it's quite sour and then you take a wonderful thing called liquid stevia <laughs> and you sweeten your sour kombucha 
with stevia. So then the sweetening that brings it to palatable instead of sour um, is done with the sweet herb stevia that's not sugar, but your overall fermentation happened with honey. So that's the bonus tip I have for all of you to keep even the honey way low. So Trim Healthy Mamas, if you're allowing yourself some kombucha now and then and you want to keep the sugar count, even honey sugar, way low, you can do that. You can ferment your kombucha longer um, so it's sour and then sweeten with stevia. Other family members, you know, maybe they're not as concerned, they could add additional honey to sweeten to taste. So it's also... Maybe it's not purposeful, but maybe you brewed your kombucha too long, you didn't get to it, the house temperature went up, you know, it fermented faster. Well, you can always save it with a little bit of stevia or stirring in some honey to taste. Okay, so we have come to the end. I just want to wrap up by sharing some additional um, links and information with you all. Uh, if you go to uh, below this video or podcast recording, whether you're on YouTube or at AskWarding.tv or Facebook, you're going to find links. So uh, previous episode two weeks ago, how to divide a SCOBY if you're interested in that, um, the kombucha recipe itself so you can follow along and make it yourself. Um, I have a review of the continuous brew kombucha system that's from getkombucha.com and this is continuous brew it can be continuous brew we don't actually use it like continuous brew we use it we ferment a large quantity of kombucha decant it and second ferment it into bottles start more you can use it either way though and you'll find a link to my review of that system uh, how to create a scoby hotel which is if you have a lot of these scobies you can create a hotel for them in a big jar just stack them up and keep them good for when you need them um, where to buy a kombucha scoby, where to buy a Jun scoby, um, um, more information about Jun, which is Jun is the type of kombucha that is honey green tea based. It's a special scoby, so if you want to make, um, like officially make Jun, you can. You can also transition your regular scoby to honey sweetened kombucha like we do. Um, I have all of our gut healing diet gaps articles for you that you can check out and finally I have a gift for you if you haven't already and you're interested in fermentation and probiotic foods you got to download my cheat sheet it's a cheat sheet that shares formulas for all kinds of ferments so relishes salsas chutneys pickles kraut probiotic fermented beverages like kombucha um, anyway formulas that tell you how much you need of each ingredient and how long to ferment and whatnot so that you can really dive in your pantry or use what's seasonal to you at your farmer's market or what's in your garden and just create your own safe to eat and delicious ferments following these formulas. You'll find a link to that with this video or recording or you can go to tradcookschool.com slash ferment sheet where ferment sheet is all one word. Thanks so much everybody for coming. Did you hear that? I said everybody everybody for coming. I hope you'll join me again next week. Same time, same place. Make it live or you can make it later at the show notes, askwardy.tv. Either way, so thrilled to be with you every week. You'll also find instructions there for submitting your own question to Ask Wardy. I love your questions, so keep them coming. Thanks everyone. God bless you. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for joining me today. Here's what to do next. Ask Wardy wouldn't be possible without your questions, so please keep them coming. If you're on Twitter, 
Tweet me at TradCookSchool with your question and use the hashtag AskWardy or send an email to wardy at askwardy.tv. To get the show notes, links mentioned, video replay, or even to catch up on past episodes of Ask Wardy, go to askwardy.tv. To join the fun of the live video recording, be sure to follow me with the handle at TradCookSchool on the Periscope app or go to periscope.tv slash TradCookSchool. We record live on Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific. That's 1 p.m. Eastern. And finally, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, the Podcasts app, or Stitcher. If you're on a mobile device, just search for Ask Wardy while you're in the app. If you're on a desktop or laptop, go to tradcookschool.com slash awitunes right in your browser. And while you're there, please leave a rating or review. I love to read your comments and your feedback makes it much more likely that others who are interested in traditional cooking will find Ask Wardy too. Thanks so much. God bless you. And I'll see you next week.